I don't know, I just heard it. Yeah. I'm I'm reading the Superhuman by Dave Asprey. It's pretty interesting. Superhuman, huh? His yeah, his take he wants to live to 180, which Ooh. it's a long time. Yeah, talk about biohacking. Yeah, how about a good hundred years? Hundred would be good. He's like just, a good hundred. Good hundred. Like in your nineties you're still exercising, making yeah. love. Oh yeah. In my nineties I definitely want to get a, just tons of stem cells. Just an IV drip of stem cells every morning. Every morning? Oh yeah. You're just hooked up to a IV pole? Yeah, pretty much. I wouldn't mind it. It'd be fun. Yeah. You have time by, on your hands. By then hopefully it's like a piece of gum. You got stem cell gum. You just chew it and then you just just courses through your body. You just got stronger. Yeah. Everyone just looks like have you seen Prometheus? The giant yeah. white Prometheus engineer. Everyone just looks like that. That'd be great. It's pretty hot. Yeah, it'd be pretty hot. Pretty hot. <laughs> okay, so let's dive into a topic. So we're talking about our own goals for 2020. 2020 goals. Yeah. I actually sat down this year and wrote down goals in different categories. I, I did the same, but mainly because I was going to discuss them on the podcast, and I forgot my notebook, so I'm shooting from the hip. I have them in front of me, so oh, that's I'll be more okay. specific. All right. Yeah. Do you want to start? Yeah, so we can start with, well, let's first, like, starting at a new year. What's that about? I think it's symbolic. It is. It's kind of a weird thing, too, though. You know, it's like, you would think people, well, I guess people do this on their birthday, too. But you would think a birthday would be more of a new year for you than just, like, the calendar year. You know what I mean? But everyone kind of all generally agrees that New Year's is the time for resolutions and goals and all that stuff. I don't mind it as long as it works. Yeah, I don't mind it either. It could be February 3rd. It could be March 30th, whatever yeah. day. If it's New Year's because it is a new year and that's symbolic for you, then go for it. It's probably also because of the holidays from Thanksgiving to just, you know Christmas, it's just food booze and naps you know and people just feel disgusting and then it's like all right new year new me everyone's busy and start shakeology yeah lose 25 pounds in a week yeah i don't think losing weight should be that miserable no not all but everyone see i think the problem with losing weight and dieting is that people want that 20 pound drop in 30 days or whatever it is and it's doable but it's always like it's like cutting for a fight you know you can drop 15 pounds like that but it's not there's no lifestyle change it's like a quick fix change versus telling someone like hey you'll lose 20 pounds over the next eight months but by the end of that eight months you're going to be a radically different person because you're going to have these disciplines in your life where you exercise more way more regular you eat in you know in general you're eating a lot better versus just like that hey get on a smoothie diet where all you have is fruit and vegetable smoothies for 12 days and you lose you know 16 pounds so you're not gonna do that for the rest of your life it is hard because it is a lifestyle and you have to change habits slowly yeah Mm Yeah, so I don't, I'm never, you know, and I do think it'd be good, like, if someone wants to do something radical to just jumpstart it and motivate them. The only problem is that I do think it's it's a double-edged sword, though, because people get that jumpstart, they lose the 10 pounds right away, but then they get a little, like, confident, and then they, they get lax, and then, you know, it's just not sustainable, really, either. 
And I'd rather someone just be like, all right, I'm going to pick up exercising more. I'm going to cut out these certain foods and then it's going to be a lot slower process to losing weight, but you're going to be a lot healthier as well. It's little baby steps mentally too, because like, I mean, learning, you know, how to exercise properly and, you know, food, nutrition, all that, that's going to have a huge mental impact as well. What is cool though, is that everyone's unique and there's no perfect plan for anyone. So if you want to be vegan, there's ways to do it healthy. Yep. If you want to eat a very low carb diet, there's ways to do that healthy. You know, if you want to just walk purposely, you know, multiple times a week, that's ways you can, that counts as exercise, right? Mm -hmm. So what's cool is there's not a one all, one size fits all plan. We try to put these plans into place where it works for everyone. It doesn't. Yeah. People have different understandings. People have different uh, struggles with diets. I'll tell you what I struggle with. So my first goal was for health and I split mental and physical because they're different. Physical, I'm going to be doing, I still attempt to do intermittent fasting. So I do the, the eight hours window for eating. And in the 16 hours I do water and black coffee. So I try to stick to that. Uh, red light therapy is something I bought recently. It was from the company Juve, J O O V V. And the science behind it is that with red lights and infrared lights, just 15 minutes a day, something like that, it stimulates cellular health. So it's pretty cool. It helps heal muscles. Uh, but again, it's at the health level at the cell, which you can think that's the base of life. So if your body is healthier at the cellular level, it's going to impact everything. Yeah. Talking about testosterone, sleep, uh, cognition, uh, a lot of it's arthritis injuries. Uh, I always aim for eight hours of sleep. Yeah, me too. I think that's really important. And I, I have a goal, like work out three times a week, mostly low carb, but I don't have anything super specific. I'd like to maintain where I'm at and yeah, feel good. Yeah, me too. It's kind of where I'm at body-wise at 30 mm-hmm. now. Yeah, my, my health goals are kind of similar. You know, I want to do a lot of what I've, I've been doing, which is, you know, intermittent fasting. And um, I've been eating way more carbs this month of December. I, but it, it's, it's a hard month. It's a hard month, It's a man. hard month. I just want to eat. But I, I do notice when I eat, more carbs and shitty food. I just try to push it harder in fasting just to try to make up for it. Mm-hmm. But, um, now I really want to focus on 2020. I've been telling, you know, like some, some of my buddies that, uh, I just really want to heal my body more into in 2020, like take up, get a lot more serious about stretching. Cause I used to never, ever, ever stretch. And I'm, I can just feel how tight and sore and in pain. You know, and especially as you get older, you need to just really, really stretch. So I want to do stretch, stretching, um, maybe even change the way I work out to be a little more of a kind of come from more of like a physical therapy approach than just like meathead as much weight, you know, just lift. And, you know, you just wind up doing so many things that are intense, which is fine, but I'm not doing enough things that are good for recovery, you know, and I just want to like shred my muscle and just push it hard. But then it's like. The only thing I'm doing for recovery is like sleeping. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. nothing that's going to be really good. So I also want to get into, I haven't really decided which way I want to go. I think I'm going to start with massage therapy first, start Ooh. introducing more stuff like that. But I was even thinking about maybe going to, I've never done uh, a chiropractor in my life and I've, I've heard both arguments and I know it's a pseudoscience. I know it's not a, a real medical science, but I do think there could be some things to it. Um, but I haven't really decided if I want to go full tilt that way. 
Um, but I do want to do more. There are clinics though for not too much a month that I would like to try where they do more massage. They do an electric stem, they do different things, you know, and I want to see if I focused on that over the course of a year, how much better I feel by the end of the year than I did at the end of this year. I like that. Yeah. I'll tell you this. So I've heard both arguments on a chiropractor. I've heard, mm-hmm. you know, hurt my neck and hurt for the rest of my life. Yep. Uh, it's fake science. I've heard that from doctors and I've heard people that swear by it. So my take is it's anecdotal. So mm-hmm. let's look at, does it work for you? Try it. Yeah. Find yeah. the right person too. And if it makes you feel better, then f- fantastic. Let's yeah. Keep doing I, it. Exactly. And I don't want to totally knock it because it's the same thing as anything else. There's good people at it. There's bad people at it. Mm-hmm. There's good stories. There's bad stories. Um, I've, I've seen it work for some people and I think they found, I think there's really good people who do it and there's also a ton of bullshit. So you just got to sift through it like anything in life. But I do want to get more into that because I, I think it's really important, um, for me to, for me to be happy, I need to feel physically good and that's why I exercise and, you know, do stuff like intermittent fast and get a good sleep and drink water and all that. But I've noticed that between my neck my shoulder blades, my back, my hamstrings, I'm just experiencing more and more discomfort. Mm-hmm. And a lot of it's, you know, it's easily from the way I work out, you know, stress from work and me not taking care of, you know, certain things, stretching the right way, all that. So I really want to focus deep on like, if I, if I put more of an emphasis on recovery and stretching, how much better will I feel? And, and then that'll allow me to go even harder in exercise. I'll probably have more energy, you know? There is such a balance to it. Yeah, because you you can feel I'm big into listening to my body. So I worked out this morning and it wasn't the smart, you know, I was trying to work out with my girlfriend, which she's in a big gym. She likes more of the class with the classes being directed. I'm more self-motivated. Not everyone has that here. I'm not a class guy. Yeah, I could do it, but I prefer just being on my own. You could do anything, Frank. Oh, thanks. Yeah. What a what a good friend that is. Oh, good business partner. Oh, yeah. And uh, I didn't stretch, but I probably should have. I felt okay. But I went right into a hard workout. And, you know, she kind of hurt her back and stuff. So it wasn't smart. Yeah. You have to listen to yourself. When my body's really tight, I have to slowly warm up. I start right away with a, you know, sauna. Yep. I, I put like five minutes in the sauna, not very long, just to warm the body a little bit. Then I do my stretch routine, which is very thorough. And I feel ready. And I put an hour in the gym. That's all you're getting. Mm-hmm. Because I can just get lost in there. And working out is very odd because I fast. So sometimes at the beginning, I feel sluggish. I'm going to get this boost of energy around halfway through. If I push myself to that point, I feel amazing. Same here. I, it takes me a while to get going. Um, but once I do, I can get, I, I get hit like a really good rhythm for like 16 minutes. <laughs> and it's yeah. like in that 16 minutes, I'm doing as, you know, as much as I can get done. And then I, I start to feel that moment when you're like, all right, this is kind of need to wrap things up. I also just don't like to, I like to be efficient. So when I go to the gym, it's like, yeah, I'm there hour tops, you know, maybe a little more if I want to play, uh, sometimes to warm up, I do like to go cause I work out at LA fitness. They have a basketball court. So I'll do about 15 minutes of, of that just cause you're running around, you're jumping, but you know, it, it actually gets a sweat. I break a sweat. And by the time I break that sweat, I feel like, okay, I'm ready to like go warm up a little more and then, then work out. So depending on that, but still, I like to be really efficient. Like, I enjoy my time there, but I still want to get in and get out. I don't want to spend three hours. Like if you're at a gym for three hours, I mean, unless you're Mark Bell or something, like what are you doing for three hours? You know what I mean? Unless you're a bodybuilder of some sort. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So but yeah, these, these are good health goals. Mm-hmm. 
What other goals do you have, Frank? Mental health. So that's a big thing for me. Mm -hmm. So I want to incorporate more self-love, less codependency, which is something I talked about, which is where I'm trying to please others before putting myself first, which is where that needs to change slowly. Like I care probably too much what other people think at times. I try to make sure when I'm part of a team, I try to make sure there's no way I have a negative impact and I'm carrying myself and others. So I have to kind of take a step back and relax. Well, you said it on different podcasts and it stuck with me. Um, you're like, I need to learn to stop and smell the roses. I was like, yeah, I think we all do. But I mean, guys like you and me, especially because you always just want to like do go do stuff, you know, get stuff done. But you do have to stop and be like, all right, if I want to be happy have more mental clarity I should probably stop and be like oh today's a good day I'm gonna watch a movie and you know be with my girlfriend do whatever you know what I mean yeah the, the day of the Sabbath right in religion yeah right? it, it was it's there for a reason it was one day a week that you I think it's in Judaism that you put everything down and yep. you have no television or no nothing and it just resets you because we have so many we live in such a great time with so many options and opportunities and we forget, and I completely struggle with this. I'm constantly balancing, am I doing enough, or am I doing too much? And then every day it kind of changes a little bit, depending, like, do I feel a little bit more worn down? Am I mentally worn down? You Gosh, know, do I-, I know. That's such a war that rages on. It's always like, you feel like you're not doing enough. Like, you, you could, like... You could be David Goggins, do 10 times more. You know what I mean? Gary Vee, do 10 times more. Yeah. You know, work like an animal. But then you turn around and sometimes you just get so overwhelmed. You just feel really tired and you're like, man, am I, maybe I should pick a couple things and do, just focus on those things and do them better than try and take on as much as you're taking on. But it's just a constant war. But I guess that's the balance of trying to figure out like what works for you. And then there's times you feel bored. You're like, what am I doing? I, I feel bored. I could be doing something when I feel good, right? Yep. It is, it is a... It is a struggle. I think it's something that everyone kind of struggles with. I think some people are more relaxed naturally and they can kind of just go with the flow kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, I like feeling more in control, which is hard because you can't control anything. You can't. Right? You have no you can idea. control how you react to things. You can control, uh, that's about it, about how you react to things and what you can do, but that's it. That, that is else it. in life is, very, is out of your hands. So what are the goals we got? Uh, oh, I, was, I started meditating, so meditate two times oh, yeah, per week. Mental health, yep. So that was there. So money goals, so stuff where I'm at. I Money, I'm investing 15% of my income right now. I have a six-month emergency fund already, and then I'm putting an extra $700 a month towards my house principal a month. Uh, that's to equate to the 15-year payoff. Nice. So that's pretty cool. So every month... I'm just that much closer to paying off my house, which is just a monster, right? It's an elephant in the room. I actually have a diagram on my uh, refrigerator where each box equates $1,000, and I just color it in with a marker every month, so it's just a little picture. It is. I'm looking at it right now, and I enjoy it. That looks nice. It's my favorite color, orange. Uh, I'm also saving for an engagement ring because that's the next step in my personal life. Oh, it's exciting, dude. So. That's, that's really where, exciting. That's where I'm at. And I follow the the Dave Ramsey uh, steps. I just like it because it's so simplistic. Yep. And it's the same. I listen to show, dude, every day to work, man. I don't get tired of it. I love hearing people's struggles, their stories. I don't know, man. I'm, you know, I'm, I guess I'm a fanatic, I guess. Uh, my girlfriend gets annoyed, you know? Yeah. But uh, 
we're doing really good but again could you be doing better right yeah you always can right yeah the other day i was like am i saving enough am i spending enough i just spent thirteen hundred dollars on a red light therapy which i just believe in it i don't yeah i don't know why i believe in it so much but the the hey it works for you yeah anything Uh, to feel good right that's how yeah. I feel, even with like sauna, you know, I've had people who are like, it, 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 it doesn't do anything, it just dehydrates you, and I'm like, I don't know, I don't think so. No. I think there's actually a lot of good science That's on it. That's not true. It does a lot for you. It's uh, it makes me, it is probably one of the things that makes me feel the best, is, is sauna. It's so, I just love it. I don't know how much is equated to weight loss. That's what I didn't agree with, was like, you're just losing mostly water weight. Yeah, I don't, I don't know but as far it, as weight loss goes, I just know, um just mentally it's like i can i can hit a hard like 20 minute drenched in sweat sauna session you yeah, know you feel great and then like when i go home that night afterwards i'm like gosh like my brain feels like it's just firing on all cylinders yeah it's like it does something amazing. that like 300 milligrams of caffeine couldn't do you mm-hmm. know it's really crazy because we have enough caffeine in our life oh yeah we do um yeah financial goals those are really good financial goals uh, i have some Similar, I I mean, like, I have a six-month emergency plan already done. Um, both my vehicles are paid off. I just want to continue to pay off my home. I don't have any other debts. Um, my school is finally, you know, paid off. Um, yeah, there's, for me, I want to save an additional 10% of my salary of what I make um, and put that away. And, I mean, I already have a savings and whatnot, but why not build it more? So that's my goal is just to save 10% of whatever I make this year. I want it to be you know, in cash safe in the bank. Um, and do you invest? I do as well. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know how much I, right now it's like, I have two different, so I have my, my Roth and then I have other, I have an app that, that diversifies between like six different accounts and all together. That's probably like 15 to 20% of every check. Well, that's good. Yeah. That's good. Wow. What do you spend money on Eric? Like what's maybe a vice that you struggle with? Um, probably, I guess you would call it like food and drink. You know what I mean? Like I don't buy clothes. I don't buy memberships to things. I don't buy stuff. I don't buy like shoes. I don't buy like watch. You know, I don't really, any of the stuff I get, I usually, it's like my sisters or mom on my birthday or Christmas, you know, like, what do you want? I'd be like, ah, you know, I could use a pair of Vans, like. Sure. Something like that. Or randomly I'll get it like once in a blue moon. But honestly, like what most of my money would go to outside of this year, you could chalk it up to my, my car, my Mustang. Cause I did invest some money, but that's cause for three years I didn't, you know, I saved, but, um, going out and just having an experience. So to me, when I say food and drink, it's like the boys, everyone wants to get together. I want to go out. I want to have a good meal. I want to have a few drinks maybe buy them some drinks just to, just to like really have a good time, you know? And I like some friends are in town. Some of the boys are in town for Christmas between New Year's. And I did like this week, like I had time off from work at five days off, actually six days, two of those days I went out, actually three of those days I went out and had delicious food, some delicious Guinness, some yummy cocktails, oh, love Guinness. just hung out, laughed. I mean, like was just, in those moments where you're so alive and you're having such a good time and it's not just because you're like, you're, cause you're drinking or whatever. It's because literally it's just like intoxicating to be around people you love, you know, and you're just telling stories and it, it's just been wonderful. 
And so that's what I would spend. That's what my money usually goes to is something like that. Um, and I'm fine with it because I'm like, hey, this is money I've, I, I knew I was going to spend it on this. And I'm okay with that. Do you budget? Very loosely. Uh, I don't have an app. I don't even have a spreadsheet, but I do like it. So I have a notebook that has all my podcast notes. It has some journaling, it has some other stuff like that. And I've written down every one of my expenses in it. And everything comes out, you know, I already know when it comes out and what it goes to. So I know, you know, how much I make and how much I, you know, it goes just towards those things. Um, but I'm, I'm, I can do better. You know what I mean? I could track like everything I just said, food, drink, stuff like that. I could track that better. You know what I mean? Um, but yeah, that's kind of where I'm at. I budget. I've been budgeting for three years on an app. So I hey, try, you have a good app. I try to track every dollar. Yeah. That's the app. Actually the name of it. It's free. I'm definitely more nerdy though. That's, that's why like every time I buy something, I just plug it in. It makes me yeah. feel good. Cause I don't have an idea where my well, money's going. That's the going. thing with, with Dave Ramsey. And like he says, you know, like, like every dollar has a purpose or know where every dollar goes. And that is something that I do know where every dollar goes. I've never looked at my bank account. I'm like, Oh, what the hell would happen to that? $300. You know what I mean? I've never like, it's not really like, I'm, I'm like, okay, I know how exactly how much I have. I know how much I want to spend. I know how much I did spend. Like I can keep track of every dollar. I've, I've helped people. I've helped some friends before who, uh, who told me like, I have absolutely no idea like where my money went. I'm like, what, like, what do you mean you don't know where, like, what do you mean you can't account for, like, $500 a month? Like, I just think it's, like, food and coffee and something. Like, I was helping this uh, one friend of mine. She was telling me that. And I'm like, how do you not know where, like, $500 a month is? She's like, I think it's just, you know, like, my coffee and food and, you know, going out. And I'm like, and nails and something else. I was like, yeah, but why don't you keep track of that? Like, what do you mean you do not know? You know? There's a fear. I think a lot of people are like that. They just yeah. are like, well, I know I get paid. I know it gets comes out, and uh, I'm cool with that. There's a fear about tracking. I'm not sure what that is. I think initially you feel bottled up. Yeah. But once you get used to it, you feel free because then you know what you can spend. Mm-hmm. You know where it's going. You feel empowered by it. I think I think people would do a lot better. When it comes to nutrition, I, I do not count macros or calories. I, I can't do that. Me neither. I think in that arena... It gets overwhelming. Yeah. It takes away from the fun. You know, the obsession is crazy. Yeah. But people won't budget their money. That's something you could, that makes more sense to actually track. It's yeah. easier. And, oh, for sure. You know, that way you have a clothing fund or whatever. But it's interesting. Spiritual is my next category. Ooh. Yeah. So nice. spiritual, you know, religion. Uh, my time for spiritual is probably a combination of meditation and then. I, I like to pray in the sauna. I think it just feels good. And believing in something bigger than yourself, I think is really important. Oh, yeah. That's a good time, dude. That's also why I like the sauna, because it gives you that chance to be, um, to really think and reflect. And that's what I do. And I don't know, I, you know, sometimes I pray, sometimes it's more just meditating. Sometimes it's just like me sitting in silence. And at first, things are come to mind, and then... It's not really like you black out or something, but it's like next thing I know, I'm just like feel like I just feel like the sweat and the heat. And sometimes I'm just concentrated like it gets really hot to the point where I'm like, you're just focusing on your breath or something. And there's nothing going on in my brain. But the next thing I know, it's been like 10 minutes of just that. And then you're like, wow, like I feel really I think that's why it's so energizing afterwards. There's so many different ways to get that. Yeah. uh, Impact. 
mm-hmm. you know, spirituality, whatever that means, religion, all these terms. You know, if you go to a church and you're really happy and you have a good group of people that support you, I mean, I just listened to like multiple podcasts about these amazing giving stories. If you don't feel uplifted from that, that's it's yeah. amazing, man. Yeah. It's really motivating. Uh, makes you, I wish there was more good stories like that in the mainstream. I don't watch the news at all anymore. Um, but there's so many good people helping each other and believing in a bigger plan. Oh, yeah. Um, so we're talking about these goals. But why do we... Th- how many people do you think, just off the top of your head, how many people do you think make New Year's resolutions and by February they're kaput? I think part of it is making realistic goals. So there's a tendency to overestimate how much you can do in a year and underestimate how much you can do in a lifetime. Ooh. That's pretty that's good. A, that's a good sound bite. It was good, right? Oh, yeah. yeah. That could be on a shirt. Oh, yeah. That's at the 27 So think about this. So, Eric, let's just self-reflect on myself real quick. Mm-hmm. I've been a nurse practitioner for three months. I just yesterday went on my own. And it's overwhelming a bit and humbling to know that I'm the only provider there. And I had some crazy, I had a crazy day. I work in central Phoenix. So if you can imagine yeah. uh, anything from the affluent to drugs to, you know, everything in between. So, and I'm the only one that is responsible for people's health. Um, I almost had to call the cops yesterday at my clinic. Dang. I had to call the fire department, send a kid to the hospital, all kinds of stuff. Anyways, so I have all these goals to, you know, start a coaching business, to uh, keep the podcast going, to uh, do the urgent care, and then do my second job that's also new. And I'm like, man, Frank, relax. Yeah. You, you just became a nurse practitioner. Like, give it a year. I yeah. have to put a govern on myself and realize, like, man, you, you burn yourself out. That's your MO. You, know, yeah. you go 100 miles an hour, you're pumped, and then you're like, what are you doing? You gotta. You can't instantly conquer the world. You you can't. Yeah, I'm a dreamer, I'm a believer, and that same person is the one that burns myself out. So it's just, it's interesting, man, because you know, we repeat ourselves, but it's because it's the most important things, I think, in the world, especially for people that think outside the box or are driven, right? I wish I could just smoke weed and play video games. Sounds fun. It's, you know, here and there. <laughs> I just don't. I don't have that in me yeah. that often, right? So um, I think, yeah, I think people need to set more realistic goals. Like if you haven't been in the gym for the last year, how about starting with two to three days a week? Oh, and I know, man. Those two to three days are an hour or less. And one day could just be yoga. One day could be an at-home workout. Uh, one day could just be a class you like. Let's start slowly to get into it. I know. I, there's so many people who go from zero, nothing, no gym, haven't worked out, nothing, to they go, they sign up at some gym, they sign up with a trainer, they sign up for this, they pay for all that, they spend hundreds of dollars, and now it's like they have some trainer having them do all sorts of shit, five, six days, you know what I mean? And then they they just get smoked, and then they quit. And you wonder why you're burnt out, right? Yeah, and then people are like, mm-hmm. well, I tried it and it didn't work. It's like, there's other ways to do it. Yes, take, it, you want thing. these small little habits that yeah. create big habits long-term. Yeah. So I like, think that's really important. Instead of going to a radical diet, especially for if you're someone who has zero 
like you have no diet, right? And then you go to this kind of like, you're like, oh, well, now I'm going to go full tilt keto or full tilt Weight Watchers or whatever it is. It's like, why don't you just start with, I'm not going to eat Doritos anymore and I'm not going to drink soda anymore. You know, start mm-hmm. there. You'll, you'll see a difference, but it won't be the same radical change in a week that Shakeology will give you, but it'll be better for you in the long run. And then mm-hmm. you go to the next thing, go to that. Maybe in three months from now, you're ready to go full keto or full vegan, even if you're going to try that or whatever you want to try. But yeah, these so many people, I think it's it's true that they just want to, they just look at the sky. Then they're like, yep, that's my new year's resolution. Like I want it all. It's like, I think it's really positive because people are being believers. Yeah. But then they're failing over and over again. And failure can be good as long as you learn from it. Yeah. But if you continue to just fail and fail, you're just going to beat yourself up. Yeah. It, cause, and that's the thing too, is a lot of people can try to access that mindset of like, oh yeah, just you know, fail until I succeed and I'm just going to fail a hundred times. But failure and rejection and things not working out, no matter who you are, it wears on you. It wears on your psyche. Especially if you are someone who works hard, wants things to work out. Like, we're just people and we live, like, in the moment, too. And so that failure right then and there, it makes you, it spurs all the regular questions. Like, why did this happen? Why didn't it work out? Is it me? Is it that? But, yeah, it's, it's you got to guard yourself from that and be able to do things over and over and over. And also have tangible goals. Yeah. So if you have a very vague goal, like, I'm going to be healthy. Well, what does that mean? Yeah. I hear a lot of people recommend healthy diet and exercise. I don't know how many, how much, if you can be more vague than that. What's a healthy diet? That's what I ask every time someone says that. When a doctor says eat healthy and exercise. I'm, okay, so what does that mean? I'm hearing a lot more specifics, so that's really good. Uh, but it used to just be this vague term. It sounds really good. But people need to know, what does that actually mean? What yep. am I actually having to change? And I like that, Eric, is you just focus on these small things, but they're very important things. So like cutting sugar out, that's a no-brainer. Yep. It's a no-brainer. It's a very difficult thing to do. We're all sugar addicted, uh, but you're going to have a ton of health benefits from that. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, like I said, it's just cut out something. Alcohol consumption, mm-hmm. right? If you're drinking 10 drinks a day, it's, it's a lot. Oh, yeah. You know, maybe cut down to five. It could be a big difference. Right? Yeah, I've seen that too. I've seen people who are like, you know, maybe they're not alcoholics, but they drink a ton. Maybe they spend too much money. Maybe it's, you know, it's obviously not good for your health, whatnot. But they'll be like, oh, I'm stuck. I'm going to quit drinking for my New Year's resolution. And I'm like, okay, I mean, that's a good, it's never a bad thing to say I'm going to quit drinking, but what, you go like a month and then two months from now you're back on where you were versus like, I'm only going to drink one weekend a month or something. Mm-hmm. You know, like, and you can make that example with, with anything, but it's smart to have tangible, realistic goals in mind. Yeah. I, I think also having people around you that support you. Yeah. So don't be afraid to vocalize your goals to your friends and family. And when they support you and they know, hey, you're, you're trying this diet, whether maybe you're having like a keto meal. Let's start mm-hmm. there. Like maybe your dinner meal is a low carb meal. And that's a really good start in the right direction. Uh, and then your family supports you and they're like, maybe your mom helps, you know, cook and maybe have some alternatives or substitutes for you. Uh, I think we need to be afraid not to fail, but be more open to it actually happening. Yeah. That's the thing too, man. People get weird, like with other people's goals or when they're trying to do something like, 
I mean, I'll support anybody who's trying to better their life, you know. But you see it, like, all people will get, like, visceral, you know, or they just want to see other people fail. Like, oh, they're trying this diet. It's not going to work. They never bought, you know, and they, they just get negative and nasty. And you're like, what's gross? Your problem? It's gross. It, yeah, it's yeah. like, even at, uh, at work the other week before, we had our, like, Christmas banquet thing. And one of the teachers, you know, she was just eating, like, so we had, like, a whole bre- breakfast spread. But she was, she's on a keto diet. So she was just having like eggs and some bacon and everyone's like, oh, why aren't you eating, you know, the pancakes and the hash browns and this and that. And she's like, oh, I'm on keto diet. And you hear other people like, well, what's keto? She's describing it. And then I, I chimed in a little bit too, cause she was struggling to kind of vocalize, you know, what it was. And then I had people, coworkers who were like, had this like, kind of like disgust and just like, what? That doesn't, no, that doesn't sound healthy. That's not right. And you're like, why, first of all, why do you care? Why do you care? You're not doing it. That's yeah, not second your goal. All, how do you have this strong of an opinion on something you have no, have never heard of in your life? Mm-hmm. How can you have, you, you're not educated on the subject at all. And I'm not saying I'm the expert on it, but I'm saying I've at least read, listened to, researched, done, tried. You know what I mean? Like if you told me a diet I'd never heard of before and it sounded funky, I might be like, I might say that. Like that sounds weird, but I'm not going to knock it until I... I hear and I listen and I read and I I have a better understanding. Why do people have to talk from in, from ignorance? And then on top of it, it's like when someone has a goal and then people shit on it. I never get that. No, never being haters, it. Yeah. being haters, and it's a self reflection on themselves. So yeah. if you're truly happy with yourself, I almost get more excited hearing about other people's success than my own. Dude, uh, yeah. Uh, if I hear someone hear someone loses 50 pounds, I'm learning from them. I don't care what my title is at my career or whatever, what, how I look, I don't care. If you lost 50 pounds and you feel better, I want to hear, like, what is working for you? How did you do that? Great job. Keep up the great work. And it can be some weird thing that I'm not, we're not aware of as a, yeah. a good type of diet, but hey, good job. Like, haven't you ever heard someone in the angle? Someone will be talking about something like, oh, yeah, so-and-so lost 30 pounds. And you hear someone be like, well, they're just going to put it right back on. That's what happened. And you're like, what the hell yeah. is wrong with you? <laughs> like, yeah. Can't you just be happy? Jerk. Can't you just be happy? I know. And I, I think that's, you know, that's the other thing, too. I think people would succeed more in their goals if they felt more comfortable sharing them because people were just more accepting and open, you know. Um, yeah, it's frustrating. It is. I'm naturally really argumentative so someone shot me down it's going to motivate me more yeah yeah unfortunately or i'll just be a, a bud head and, and i get like, excited oh, too yeah, when i, I hear other people's goals you know yeah yeah me too and if i can help them help support it or just yeah be, uh enthusiastic like even when our buddy our mutual friend chris miranda and he's like oh man he okay so for his 30th or 31st 31st birthday 31st he ran 31 miles oh, 30th 30th ran 30 something crazy, right? 30, 30 miles on his 30th birthday. And he was like, yeah, you know, I, I'd only been running like five K's and just running a couple miles a week. And I ran 30 miles. I I think this year for 2020, I want to do like a hundred mile endurance race. I'm like, what an incredible goal. I was fascinated. And it just, and it just jacked me up, you know? And how many other people would be like, Oh yeah, well, good luck with that. (laughs) I could barely run a mile. I know. I, I can work out really hard, but my cardio is pathetic. Because then it always it always begs the question in your head, like, what could I do? You know, yeah. what 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 are we capable of? And he's so modest about it. 
I remember oh, when we were talking about it. Like, I know. Man, I, can you tell me about it? I'm more excited about it than you are. Yeah. <laughs> I, I want to hear, like, what's your training like? like yeah. Uh, how do you push through that mental block when you're running the 67th mile and you're like, God, I have 33 miles to go. God, I know. I don't, I don't even think you think of the whole thing like that. You know, I don't think you can unless you're David Goggins and you're a psycho, but like, yeah. it almost seems like you just have to be like, I'm just running right now and I'm just going to next in the next hour, I'll still just be running, but I'm just focused on the moment of me moving right now. And I'm not going to think that, Oh, this is the next 26 hours of my life or whatever it takes. It's like, no, I'm just right here. Boom, 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 boom. That's the only, that's the only way I could do it. I think it makes sense to me. I couldn't think of all of it. No, because it's, you become overwhelmed and it's you want to al- quit, right? Yeah. And it's almost like when people talk about marriage, you know, and they're like, really, are you sure it's the rest of your life, the next 50 years or whatever, 60 years. And I'm like, yeah, but what if you just thought of it as like one awesome day at a time? Like it's today. It's not the next hundred years of my life because nothing's guaranteed. No one knows anything. It's, it's today. And it, tomorrow it'll be that day, you know. And like you think of things, because I think if we take things and bring it to the two feet in front of our face level, like that's where life is in this moment, you know. Like right now, I'm recording a podcast, and that's why I should be focused on. You know, I'm not thinking of the next 500 podcasts I'm going to do. Hopefully, mm-hmm. we do. Hopefully, um, yeah. And people it, tend to just look at. I think time's weird. Time's really strange. It is weird. It can and really constantly influence going. people in a weird way, you know? I think it's like the wide receiver that is looking up the field Yep. without the ball in the hands. Yep. So they drop the ball, which happens a lot. So you have these pro athletes that have caught thousands and thousands of footballs, and they still do it on the big game with one catch that could change the entire landscape of the game. Oh, yeah. That's the difference from a Super Bowl and no Super Bowl, a game of inches. And these amazing athletes with unbelievable patience and skill and strong mindsets still struggle with that. And I think that'd be a good 2020 goal is to be more, I think we can always be more present. Present. And and like, just back to what we were saying earlier, like stopping to smell the roses. Well, maybe that it doesn't mean, you know, it just means being present where you are. You know, versus thinking like, I want to do this. I want to do that. I got to do this. Oh, this week's going to be crazy. This day's going to be crazy. It's like, don't worry about how crazy things are going to be or not be or what you have to do or don't have to do. Just focus on where you're at and what you're doing and like who you're with. I like that. That's huge. Because then you're just constantly stressed about the next thing and it's like. You'll never get caught up. Yeah. You're just always just boom, 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 boom. Like this sucks or this is too much. This is overwhelming. Mm -hmm. Or I'm thinking about like, oh my God, the next month is. Don't think about the next month. The, the month isn't here. Like, it's 4 o'clock, baby. Like, <laughs> focus on 4 o'clock. <laughs> yeah. You get to watch the game with family or something. Mm-hmm. When you're home with your family, you know, focus on your family. Yeah. Uh, I'm doing better at that. But that's, yeah. that's a huge struggle. I fall subject to it all the time. Yeah, but I, I fall. I try to realign, you know. Yeah. And even that is a daily thing. How do you, when you feel like you're, get, you're focused on too many different things, you're in too many different places in your head, how do you reground yourself i think i try to focus on whatever task i have next so like if i am getting a little too too like that i try to think about like okay i'm gonna go to the gym right now i'm gonna work out i'm just focus on my workout i'm gonna focus on you know this exercise the sauna and kind of slow it down and usually that's mainly the thing is exercise or like a podcast or uh reading 
sometimes I'll read and just write about what I wrote, you know, and cause that helps with the podcast too. But doing a, a, a thing like that helps me to kind of just totally bring me back down or hang out with like, you know, my family, friends, or something like that. Cause that usually when I'm doing something like that, I'm totally just in that moment. Like I don't even look at the watch. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's um, the best feeling, right? Yeah. You're like what? When it's you're alive. Was just three. You feel alive. Like two hours. Like yeah. I've, I've just been giggling for two hours. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't even have to pee. Yeah. Yeah. I had to pee two hours ago. Now yeah. I don't. What yeah, happened? What happened? Yeah. I had to poop. It's, it's gone. Like ecstasy. Ecstasy. Yeah. Human cocaine. <laughs> The book, I think I've brought this up about how to stop worrying and start living by Dale mm-hmm. Carnegie. Did I bring that up? You did. You brought it up. Um, yep. We've struggled with focus for a long time. Mm-hmm. I think we are at more and more of a peak because there's so many distractions and so many options. I've cut myself out from social media a bit. I was on too much. I was checking it like it was a checklist. Yep. It wasn't even enjoyable. It's It's a checklist. Uh, it's a to-do list. The first thing I do when I wake up, I, I check that box. I'm like, oh, I got to check my Snapchat, my Facebook Messenger, my LinkedIn, my Instagram, my Facebook. I go through all of them like a like a unhealthy habit. Like an addict. Like an addict. Yeah. And I know I feel better when I take away from that and realize, oh, I don't need that. I almost wanted to get a flip phone. Oh, dude. Before I got my current smartphone, I knew I needed a new phone because the other one was just on its last leg. And I was so torn between, do I just get a flip phone for a while or do I, you know, get the next upgraded phone? And then I happened to break that phone on, God, was it like, it's like July 4th weekend or something? Not July 4th. There was another one like Memorial. I don't know, some holiday. It was like all, it was all the guys. We're just at the pool. We're having drinks and I got pushed in the pool, broke my phone and. I mean, I was buzzing pretty hard, so I'm like, I'm getting a brand new phone. And I just went and sprung for the nicest one, but yeah. <laughs> it's hard so, not to. Yeah, that. But how many times a day I think about just deleting or removing all my social media apps just to take like I need a break from it. And the crazy thing is, it's so powerful. I haven't. You know what I mean? It's like I've actually wanted to do this, and I still haven't. It's a drug. Yeah, it's a drug. It's more and more a part of my life. It's very important for my work. I have multiple yeah. medical apps. I have, I mean, I, I can't, I don't want to say it, but I can't live without it. Yeah, I mean, and That's even, and I and I have all the excuses in the book too, because I think about like, well, I do a lot of stuff for the podcast is on Instagram and I, you know, I should do you know more on there. But gosh, man, social media is That's the hard part. Dream. We want to, we want to have this grow, but at the same time, we want to balance ourselves. Yep. So where do we, where do we find that balance? Pamphlets. Pamphlets? Door to door. <laughs> door to door, like with the vacuum <laughs> yeah, sales? Yep. Hey, so I have a phone book here. I think you're really going to like it. I know it was outdated the day it was printed, but <laughs> here you go. But hey, if you want to buy an encyclopedia, I got you. I got you. I got a vacuum that is one hell of a bargain. Oh, yeah. Black Friday, 365. <laughs> yeah. 2020, though. I think it's going to be a good year. I'm, I'm really so. excited for this I'm year. I'm excited for it. It's a big year. I haven't been that excited about a new year in a long time because I used to just hate kind of New Year's. It's like, ah, whatever. It's just, you know, fake calls, blah, blah, blah. I'm actually trying to use New Year's as a springboard. Yeah. It's great. No, it's an awesome time too as well. And I can look back on 2019 and be like, wow, man, a lot happened and that was a good, good year. And there's some ups and downs, more ups, I think, than downs. And uh, 
I just want to carry that momentum and do even more and just know and understand that I can do more, you know? Um, and for me, like it's good. My birthday's in April, so it's almost halfway. It's like close to halfway through the year, you know, four mm-hmm. months in. So it's always like a good realignment is uh, new year's and my birthday. Cause it's always yeah. like, I look at the year and then I look at like, you know, I'm 27. I'm going to turn 28. I look at the year of 27, you know, and it's almost like a good time to, you know, take the momentum from 2019, put it in 2020, but then get another kind of boost going from one year to the next for my birthday, you know, mm-hmm. and uh, try to just always get better. We can always do better. I think so. Yep. Yeah. What are we at time? We're at 46 minutes. 46 minutes, not bad. I yeah. think we can wrap up by just saying set some goals, be specific, mm-hmm. be realistic, also support each other, even if someone has a crazy goal. Yeah. If it makes them happy and you see them light up, that is your responsibility to just be happy for them. Yeah. I think definitely. unless it's something that's harming them, right? You're yeah. I don't know, joining a Ponzi scheme or something or a get rich quick scam. Yeah. You're like, no, that's not really gonna help. Uh my here I'll give a quick example. My youngest uh, stepbrother, I'm so proud of him. Dude, he's seventeen. He's pay- making more payments towards. He's working like twenty hours plus high school, going to NAU. His goal is to be go to college debt free. He's gonna work like twenty hours up there. He's nice. already got a job like lined up with his older brother, which he's doing a great job too. And uh, he is paying extra. He's saving money and paying extra, like double payments on his car oh, already that's down awesome. here. And he's seventeen. That's I'm incredible, like, man. I wish I wish I was as smart as you at your age. I know. And I told him. You know, my advice was keep up the good work. I'm proud of you. Like, you're a stud. And then I also say, remember, have fun while you're up there, too, when you're at the college experience. You know, have fun. Enjoy yourself. Have fun with friends. Uh, You know, he even admits that when he has too much free time, he gets stir crazy, which, you know, I do, too. And I know you do, Eric. Most people do. You got to be kind of intentional with your time. Uh, But it's just cool to see things like that. I'm like, wow, you get this 17-year-old kid that's going to have an amazing life. Yeah, no, that's incredible. Should we have uh, Moby set us out? We should. Thank you, everybody, for listening to the Just a Couple Dudes podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Eric Flatiger, and I just want to say that you could find us on Spotify now. Uh, we're still on Apple Podcast, iTunes, and Podbean. So check out our Instagram at jacked underscore podcast, and we have a lot of exciting stuff going on. Reach out with your story or your topics, whatever you want. Um, We're just having a great time talking to all of you. Thanks and have a great day.